it's okay to ask God anything you want to, as long as you're willing to stick around for the answer, right? And the answer is found in scripture. It's not found in your head, it's found in God's word. Yeah. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast. Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Welcome again to the Straight Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Philpott. As always, I'm joined by Pastor Richard Caldwell, the pastor of Founders Baptist Church, and we would like to interact with you about these discussions. So please leave a comment right below this video or interact with us on social media. And then lastly, go to the iTunes podcast section for us and please leave us a review. We're blessed in the Gospels because Jesus tells us how to pray. Mm. I don't know if I've really considered that enough to, to, to look at that passage let's say in the book of Matthew, it mm-hmm. appears a couple places, but in the book of Matthew and, and, and Jesus instructs us, when you pray, pray like this. Right. Um, it's obvious though, when you hear people pray, you can often tell uh, whether this person prays a lot or whether they don't pray a lot. True. Because it's, it's usually evident in how they pray, mm-hmm. the things they say. And so I think it's a good desire though, for someone to say, to ask, this is what I'm asking you, how do I pray more effectively? Mm-hmm. Jesus says this is the instructions, and but maybe ha- what would be your advice to somebody who says, I would like to pray more effectively. I would like to pray biblically, more effectively, and um, you know, in the strength of the Lord, how do I do that? I think about how the model prayer begins. Our Father, so there's intimacy, mm. who art in heaven, so there's transcendence. Right, and there's majesty. Both of those things need to be present in a in a prayer life that's going to grow. Hmm. I think I think new believers especially they get the majesty part of it, and don't necessarily get the intimacy part of it. So hmm. here's my thought. I think one of the ways for your your prayer life to to become more of what God wants it to be is to relax. Hmm. I mean, talk to God. That's yeah, what you're doing. Yeah, that's good. And so you hear people sort of, they, they want phrases that they've heard in church, or they've that's heard right. other people do, and they're trying to, to sort of uh, turn this thing into, into, into something beautiful and formal. Most of prayers, it's a lot of groaning, <laughs> in, in a sense. I don't mean that literally. What I mean is, is even the scriptures describe the fact that we don't know how to pray as we ought. And the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings that are unutterable. Mm-hmm. So he's not talking about some sort yeah. of foreign language there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, unutterable yeah. groaning. So a lot of prayer is, how do I get out what's in my heart mm. before God? And it's just comforting to know that God has no problem discerning what you can't express, mm-hmm. what you can't fully, beautifully express. So I would say to people, talk Talk to God. He's, mm-hmm. If you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, God is now your Father in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, how weird would it be if you go home, went home and talked to your wife in very formal ways every mm-hmm. time? I mean, this is a relationship. Now, having said that, He is our Father in heaven, mm-hmm. which speaks not only of His sovereignty, which is comforting, but His majesty. And so I do want to remember that God is God. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I approach Him in a way that honors Him, in a way that reverences him, mm. and yet in a way that I can pour my heart out before him mm. and tell him exactly what I'm thinking in, in sort of some unfiltered ways and, and know that he um, has, has patience with me. So that's one thing I would say. I would also say, um, and by the way, hallowed be thy name, reminds yeah, us right. of that as Same well. Mm-hmm. Pray scripture. This is one of the ways you can grow in yeah. your prayer life. 
Uh, I do this often if I feel like I'm struggling in my prayer life, like the groaning I'm talking about, mm-hmm. where I wanna pray, I desire to pray, I'm just finding it hard to pray. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was just a couple of nights ago, I was just really struggling in prayer. So um, I'm reading through the book of Ezekiel right now, and, mm-hmm. and I, I opened up to a particular chapter, and I just began to pray my way through that chapter. Mm-hmm. So what does that look like? Well, I read this verse of scripture, and I you know, strive to understand it, and in light of what I've understood, mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna lift requests to God that have to do with what I've just read. Mm. So when I read about elders sitting down with Ezekiel and God tells Ezekiel that these people have idols in their hearts and their sins are before their face, mm-hmm. so these are insincere people, well, I lift to God a request that says, oh Lord, let me never be that person. That's good, right? Yeah. I don't wanna be helpful. someone who has idols in my heart mm-hmm. and even as I'm supposedly seeking your counsel through a prophet, I'm disregarding your counsel because I'm living with with uh, high-handed sins in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that person. Mm. So I just prayed my way through that chapter, you know? So that, that's a way that you can grow in your prayer line. Mm-hmm. You have to make time for prayer. Yeah. Um, so Plan it. You have to plan it. There's yeah. more than one kind of prayer. Uh, <laughs> prayer's like breathing. So pray constantly. Pray all the time. Yeah, without uh, ceasing. Without ceasing. And that mm-hmm. has to do with a mindset, a heart attitude. Mm. But it's also okay. I mean, I'm sure someone sitting beside me in traffic sometimes thinks I'm a little out of my mind. They see my mouth moving, but, mm. but I'm not talking to myself. Mm. I'm praying in some of those instances. So pray all the time. Mm-hmm. Do distinguish though between prayer and self-talk and do distinguish between prayer and out loud worrying. Uh, sometimes we don't remind ourselves, we're talking to God here. We're not just rehearsing mm. what's on our mind. I think it was Lloyd-Jones who said, the first matter of prayer is, is to remember that you're praying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm talking to God. Mm-hmm. So um, pray all the time, but then you plan times of prayer as well. Mm-hmm. So it may be early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Certainly I would suggest that, but I would also suggest let this be the last thing you do as you go to bed at night. Mm-hmm. Um, lay upon your bed and think about the word of God and, mm-hmm. and lift your heart to God in light of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sometimes a little, little discouraged by I pray for my family members every day, but I, uh, I want to spend more time praying for each one in very specific ways. So one of the things that I've done of late, and again, I think what you're hearing is there can be variety yeah, in this, and sure. experimentation, and it's okay. So one of the things I've done of late is devote a day to each family member, oh, where I'm not just praying about them in general terms, but now I want to think about who they are and where their life is and what they're dealing with today, and. I wanna pray for them in light of those things. In the same sort of way you could devote one day to missions. Pray for all your mission, all the missionaries that you have on the board in the church, or today I'm gonna to pray for the church staff, or today I'm gonna to pray for uh, moms in our congregation, or today I'm mm-hmm. husbands and fathers in our congregation. So mm-hmm. just think about ways you can organize your prayer life to make it more effective. Like oh. anything else, if we don't think about it much, we're not gonna be very effective at it. Mm-hmm. My wife one time, had for our kids and for us too. She had put on a little um, chalkboard in her home the days of the week and one specific thing to, to pray for, which included the church, included the elders, and included each other, included our grandparents. It was really helpful. It is Having helpful. some variety in prayer. I'm thinking too, um, my grandfather often pray, he's passed on now, but he prayed in King James English, mm. which, um, you know, as a, as a modern person, you, you, you might sort of chuckle a little bit, but I thought about this one time, a long time ago, as he was praying, how thankful I am for that because his prayers were saturated with the Bible. He was praying 
what he understand the Bible's speech to be. Which Absolutely. In his translation was the King James Version. It was the translation he read. That's right. And that's why his prayer language sounded like that. Yeah. Now, it would be a mistake for a new believer in our church who's reading the ESV to try to sound like your grandfather. Yeah, right. Because your grandfather didn't sound like that because he was trying to sound like Exactly. Yeah, it was because his mind was full of scripture. Yeah. So yeah, let let the Bible saturate your prayers. Mm-hmm. This is one of the ways to, one, I would also say something on a practical level. Pay attention to meaningless repetition and mm-hmm. try to rid yourself of it. Okay. Yeah. So, so oftentimes, especially if you listen to church prayers. Yeah. Uh, cliches. Cliches. Mm. And guys starting their prayer the exact same way every Thank time. Thank you for this day. Saying the exact <laughs> same things over and over again. Yep. Um, mm. Now, I also remind myself there's nothing wrong with repetition as long as I mean it every time. Sure. Yeah. So, so some of the things we're going to find ourselves, give us this day our daily bread. Well, that's a daily prayer, isn't yeah, it? it is. I mean, that's it an is. example of a daily thing I talk about. But I need to, I'm going to talk about that daily bread in, with variety, and I need to make sure that it's real mm-hmm. each time. But meaningless repetition is something different. Yeah. It's just something I've gotten used to saying. You had mentioned earlier about um, about complaining or just uh, just praying in a sense that you're just uh, uh, complaining out loud. It would be wrong, I think. You can correct me here if you think, but yeah, it, it would be wrong to look at David's prayers in the Psalms and say that David's complaining. It seems that David is always bringing up maybe righteous indignation yeah. to the Lord uh, for his own situation, maybe for the people. Um, but he always sort of interlaces those prayers with worship, doesn't he? Or his resolution, is steadfast resolve, faith and trust in God. Absolutely. Right? And that should probably be our... Yeah, what, what I was describing, Josh, was a kind of worrying out loud where I'm not even mindful of God. Hmm. It's, it's possible to do self-talk instead of prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the name of prayer. Mm-hmm. So all I was trying to say is, at the outset, remind yourself, who are you talking to? Are you just speaking words? I mean, people do talk to themselves, right? There are, there are lost people who aren't praying to God, but they talk to themselves out loud. Well, that's not what prayer is. So prayer's not talking to myself. Mm-hmm. Prayer's talking to God. It is absolutely biblical to take our anxieties and cast them onto the Lord, to take the things that are on our mind taking place in our life, things that concern us, things that worry us, even things that bother us, and take those things to God. There's nothing wrong with that. But it does need to be, I've said to the church before, it's okay to ask God anything you want to, as long as you're willing to stick around for the answer, right? And the answer's found in Scripture. It's not found in your head. It's found in God's Word. So you do find in the Psalms um, men pouring out complaints, But it's interesting in how many of those psalms, their perspective is changed by the end of the psalm. Mm -hmm. It begins one way, it ends another way. Psalm 73, Asaph, Mm -hmm. begins one way, ends another way. Um, It's amazing how often that happens. So as we're praying, we're we're lifting, Jesus promises us, whatever we ask according to his will, we have it. Mm -hmm. So our prayers are guided by, standardized by truth. And so I'm praying the truth, but that's, this also means I'm having to listen to it mm-hmm. as I'm praying it. Or this is what's going on in my life, and this is what has me trouble. But, but if I lift that to him in the right kind of way, I'm going to bring into the picture now, in my prayer, the things he's promised, uh, the things I know for sure. And, as, and the more I do that, it's amazing how that prayer process transforms my thinking mm-hmm. so that by the end of the prayer, there can be a sense of comfort or confidence or joy 
that wasn't there when I started. I think, I think we see examples of that in Scripture. Thanks for joining us again for the Straight Truth Podcast. We are releasing episodes every week on every Thursday. So if you'd like to receive those episodes, just subscribe to one of our social media channels. You can find all those channels and all the details about this podcast at our website, straighttruth.net. And do us a favor, go to the iTunes podcast section and leave us a review. Also, just go to the YouTube section, leave a comment there for us, something you'd like us to discuss, and subscribe to our channel. Now, Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.